they can't just start. Um, Yo, what up, guys? What's going on, world? BGPOV <laughs> is back. You know I don't ever start on time, so just just mm-hmm. let it be. Uh-uh. Um, it's your girl, no, B. Nicole. Because there was a with... damn countdown. No. What? The countdown is it's gone. It's a countdown. Oh. Exactly. So, and after it stops, you start. Just because the count. Listen, oh the countdown don't determine if I'm ready. That's just the countdown saying that it's ready. The kind of countdown. Not me. I have my own countdown. You said, are y'all ready to record? So I hit the button. <sighs> Are we gonna do this? And it said three, two, Why are we gonna do this? Go ahead. You just destroyed by open. Because you, you do it every time. Okay, so rewind. We're gonna do this because this is, we've been on a road. Uh uh. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, we've been on a road, so we're gonna do this. Let's go. I was I was giving myself another countdown before Coco B decided to jump in and tell me what. Anyway, listen, this ain't going to be long, child. We're going to get in, get out, hopefully. Lord willing. So it's your girl, B. Nicole, here with my co-host, Dove Cat, a.k.a. Coco B. Oh, excuse me, a.k.a. KK. See, I'm sleeping. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> see what I'm saying? So my co-host, Dove Cat, a.k.a. Like KK. And Coco, <laughs> aka the TV, to my <gasps> So we're gonna jump right in with tea time. Um, and first, we have uh, Waka Flocka daughter comes out as she likes girls. I can't say like what it is right now. She likes girls, and Zoe has a few things to say about it. And um, we're gonna play. A clip right here because he went in and I, I want to know I want to know what you guys think what is that no who watches him anyway in general the world it's so hypocritical and it pisses me the f off that okay his daughter is 16 and now she has come out that she likes girls and that she wants a girl to be her date to her quinceanera or whatever. Now, mind you, Waka, a couple of months ago, was bashing somebody about their gay son. Not bashing, but, you know, didn't agree. But then when it's your own, this is why I tell people, be careful how you talk about people and their children or anybody, period, because okay, you don't have to deal with it. So um, it's just funny in the comments, everybody's like, oh, he's such a good dad. He agrees, let his daughter be her. But when you talk about Dwayne Wade and Zaya, how dare he? And Zaya's only 13. So calm down, Zaya. How dare he? Disgusting. But when it's a girl, everybody's just so, oh, this is amazing. Great. That's bullshit. And it makes me so mad. The world is so fake. I'm so sweaty, but oh, whatever. Today, what I'm saying is everybody should be treated fairly, no matter who you like. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you're same sex girl, same sex guy, straight, whatever. You should all be treated fairly with no judgment. Today, what I'm saying is. Okay, so that's basically all he was saying. Of course, Tammy did respond, but her response actually isn't important. But to sum it up, basically what she said is, can't walk to change his mind. That was her defense. 
No. Um, so what do we you guys basically do? was saying? Go ahead. Uh, go, go. Well, I saw Zoe, um, you know, I saw his comment and I saw Pammy's comment and I watched the, cause I, I like WTF, what the flock, I watched the show. So, um, I think that like what Zoe said was like, he was right on what he, about like what he said, because Waka Flocka did make some comments about Zaya or whatnot. But I think too, um, I feel like Zoe is taking like, I feel like he's taking his experiences as well as the way he was like acting. I feel like it like really touched deep down. Like it had something to do with him as well. Um, and his experiences that he has had in the past, or maybe now, I don't know. But I feel, I also feel like in what Tammy said was true too. You know, sometimes you have to get educated on certain things. You might not know, you might not understand it, but once you get educated about it and, you know, you have somebody that is in your family and you have to deal with it and get, you know, learn more about it then yeah, you can change your outlook on it and, you know, your feelings towards everything because maybe he wasn't educated about everything that was going on. Even like in the thing, I mean, like in the, um, when Charlie came out or whatever and was talking to her mama about it, um, Tammy was sitting there asking her questions like, what does she call herself? Like what was the proper terms? And, um, was she a was she a film or was she this or was she that? Uh, and so the little girl Charlie was trying to educate her mother on like what to say, and then her mama said something, and she was like, "If you say that, then that's being that's offensive." Like she was even educating her mom on the proper pronouns and what she's called because she's a film. So she said she, that's what she told her mom was because she was more feminine or whatever. And stuff like that. So I feel like um, people should just mind their own business and educate themselves before they start speaking on other things. That's my opinion. Um, she gave the Drake the Drake um, room. So I'll say this. Um, to my earlier point when you asked or Tammy was like, because I didn't see her comment. I didn't even see Zoe's response. Um, until I just heard it when she, um, Brit Brat played it. But can people change? Yes. But honestly, his opinion would still be the same if his daughter didn't come out as a lesbian or whatever she's identifying as. I mean, it would still be the same. I'm not familiar with what his comments were about Zaya Way um, or Zaya. Um, but a lot of rap folks had a lot of shit to say about that. And I know that if somebody were to come out and say something about his daughter, he would have some type of he would feel some type of way about that um, because it's his daughter. And it just kind of goes back to your point, Coco B, that people just need to mind their damn business and just worry about what their child is doing and treat people with respect and just keep it moving. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, and that's it. I don't understand. I've really I, I don't know. I mean, but then too, listening to it and thinking about it too, it also makes me think like there's a double, like double, uh, double standard for like guys and girls in their oh, yeah. sexuality. You know what I mean? 
um, on things of that nature. I mean, we talked about it up here that um, a while ago when we first started that men don't have the freedom to even experiment to see if they were to, to experiment to see if they even like men. They don't get that. It's like you either straight. There ain't no in between. It's either straight or you gay. Anything in the middle is not it doesn't really exist. And they don't have that freedom to do that. So even if and I'm not saying this about Charlie. Is that her name? Yeah, Charlie. But even if um, even if Charlie um, is truly a lesbian, right? But if she were to come out two, three years from now and say that that I, I was just trying it, I don't like it, it's not for me, then that would be okay. That would be excused. That would be fine. But if like Charlie was like actually a boy and Charlie was like, nah, I mean, I tried that. I don't like it. It's not for me. Then he it would be looked upon differently. The same allowances that people make for for women, they don't do the same thing for men. Right. Or not when it will it comes to specifically sexuality. Right. The, that's basically um the things that Zoe was saying too, and he pointed that out as well about, you know, girls, you know, when it's a girl is yay, you know, do you when it's a guy, um, it's a problem. But I was just wondering, like, um, could there be a difference here because Zaya um, actually transitioned her gender at 13. Well, not fully transitioned, but you know what I'm saying? Decided that she, uh, felt more comfortable as a girl, um, versus Charlie just wants to have a girlfriend. Like, um, is it, is it Mm -hmm. that Waka accepts it more because it's just like, okay, you know, or would it be a different conversation if Charlie was telling them, I want to be a boy? I, if Charlie, I honestly think that if Charlie was a boy, this acceptance and all this thing that he's vocally put, Waka is putting out there wouldn't be a thing. Because he felt so strongly about Zayaway, so strongly about it. So I don't know. I don't think the same thing would apply. And I also, I think there might be, and I could be wrong about this too, but I also think there might be I don't know. I don't, I think it might be a difference if a woman wanted to transition to a man as opposed to a man wanting to transition to a woman. I think so too. I mean, people Um, immediately think about cutting off genitals and all that other good stuff um, that comes along with fully transitioning um, from one sex to the other. Um, And I think that if it were, if Charlie were a boy and she wanted to transition to to be to be a girl, I don't think we'd be having the same conversation. We probably wouldn't even be hearing about it. I think so too. I think it's a difference. Um, I feel like they probably would support her. And probably, um, but I don't know. I'm just gonna mind my damn business. <laughs> and you know, it's all that. One thing that Zoe said, uh, well, that Kobe said that he may be it's. Um, talking about from his experience as well, because you remember like when Zoe first came on the scene, he was saying that he was bi and everybody was like, nigga, no, Mm -hmm. you're not. 
like you're gay. And it was like a whole thing where he was like, like, damn, how the fuck y'all gonna tell me? And nigga still was just like, no, you don't like girls, you like guys. So you know what's crazy? Huh? I've never I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was never gonna no, no, say no, like I ahead. never heard about him coming out as like or him saying that he was bi, but he was always just like, I'm not gay, I'm not straight, I'm Zoe. Yeah, and right. like, he, he was, was so passionate. Was I think he, he, had, he, had, he liked both. Yeah, he did. It was a while ago, though. But I feel like he had some trauma in his life. Cause, and I think that brought it on. Because from his point of, like, the way he was speaking about it. No, um, I believe it. I mean, I, kudos I understand to Charlie it. for being supportive. You say what? I I was like, kudos to Charlie for being supportive. Right, right. Because I don't watch the show. I didn't even know it was a show till they showed the clip. And the only clip I seen was her saying that she wanted to bring a girl to, I guess, to somebody's quinceanera. And she was like... um, It was her quinceanera. Yeah. And she was like, she wanted to bring a girl. But she had a... Tammy was like, okay. And Walker was like, okay. And then it was like, okay. And he was like, okay. So it was just like, okay. You know, that's the only thing that I seen. I didn't know it was like a whole... (laughs) They had a whole conversation about it after. Yeah, they did. And then too, like... I don't know. It was like maybe last season they had the show and Charlie had a sleepover. And at the sleepover, she invited the girls to the sleepover. It was like all these girly girls and then the girl that looks like a guy. She said, you know, it's good. And she was at the party. She came to the sleepover. And I knew then. I, I mean, I ain't know then, but it was like Dang, you know, but you know what? Um, I wonder now, like parents who raising kids now, like they have to be like even more cautious because kids are openly now earlier liking same sex. You know what I'm saying? So now, it, it I would think that it serves the parent to know early what their kids are into because you having a sleepover. And you like only girls can come with shit. That's my what she want. <laughs> like, like you giving a free frog and you don't even know it. <laughs> anyway, maybe that's just my thinking. Sure. Um. But yeah, mm-hmm. we'll move on from. Um, yeah. You wouldn't have no idea. Nah, you would. <laughs> no, that's crazy. <laughs> um so moving on uh we'll go into stay woke uh so just recently new york has been working on i think it's like explore or something like that um which is an app that will basically let businesses venues all this stuff know if a person has been recently Uh, tested for COVID or if they have their COVID vaccination. Um, And that will start April 2nd Will they will have access to it. And so I just want to read a piece um, 
of something that was in there to kind of give us like a, a kind of overview. So uh, this is actually the Forbes article. This wasn't the article uh, that I sent y'all, but um, the Forbes says, as part of the initial launch, participating New Yorkers may use the Excelsior Pass to verify their COVID-19 status, to gain entry to major stadiums and arenas, wedding receptions, or catered and other events above the social gathering limit. Major venues in the Empire State, including 20,000-seat Madison Square Garden in New York City and the 17,500-seat Times Union Center in Albany are already planning to utilize this technology beginning April 2nd. Um, This pass will expand to smaller arts, entertainment, and event venues. The Times Union Center looks forward to using this platform and making this excellent technology available for future events. This will be a game changer for our venues, continued reopening progress, and for New Yorkers in the capital reign and beyond. The pass is built on IBM's digital health pass solution and is designed to verify health credentials such as test results and vaccination records. Um, so, and, and just reading that, that actually could possibly bring up another HIPAA issue. I don't know how the fuck they got past that, but anyway, um, so what are your, your, and also in the original article, it did say that other States are looking, I don't know if they're looking to have this one or build their own. Um, but it's something that other States are working on. So what do you guys think about that? Hmm. I think... I don't trust it. Mm, I think they just should tell people to bring their cards. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about having the information on a database, but just tell people to bring their cards. Um, it was another state well, that I was reading. Really- They're trying to keep people from having to bring paper and all the other good stuff to prove it. So that's why they have the pass. Well, I don't know. I just, the internet stuff, I don't know, but it was another state. Um, I forgot what the state was, or it was a big venue um, that they were saying that they are going to have a certain section where it's only going to be like the people who have had the vaccine. Um, it's going to be like a section for them in whatever, like in a concert, when like concerts go on or whatever, you identified as you had your COVID side. So you can be in a certain area um, than the general public. I just. <clears throat> so I don't know. For So from prior to, to this, um, KK was saying that it's not mandatory. Um, the question that I want to pose is um, why would they go through the headache of developing a technology not to use it? There's a reason why they invented this convenient thing to check people to see if they've recently had a COVID negative test and or and or a vaccine. So and the the places that they listed major, major concert events, restaurants, smaller entertainment, things like that. This is basically a ticket into society. So the thing is, so let's say the people, the people who, uh, who said that they were, they've already signed up and they're ready to use it April 2nd. So let's say you go to this venue and 
you have to get screened or whatever through this technology and you haven't had a vaccination or a negative COVID test, you think they're going to let you in? No. They're going to say, well, you can't gain access because you don't have these things. So then it's like, it's not something that's going to be like legally mandatory, but there is going to be mandatory through participation. So no, you don't have to have a negative code of sex. You don't have to go get a vaccination, but if you want to come here, you do. And that is, it's like, they're not saying that on the surface, but that's what it is. Like, and then you got other states also working to develop the same thing. So now COVID is basically going to be, they're going to force you to participate in it through social events or even just to be around your friends. Look, if we look at our timelines today, look how many people are shaming people who don't want to do what they did. So it's just now, now, because, and my theory is this, I don't know if it's true or not, but since the vaccine isn't something that was approved by the FDA, but it was authorized under the emergency use, that it's not something that they can make people get right and so now they're using people mm-hmm. and their family and their friends or whatever to shame you into it. Oh, you can't hang around us because you don't got it. You can't come to this event because you don't got it. Like to me, that's I don't think it's to shame people. It. Say what? Yeah, I don't think it's to shame people. I said I don't think it's to shame people because I mean I know I'm gonna be at the party because I got my vaccine. But I don't think it's a shame, people, because they didn't want to do it. I just feel like people wants to be but, safe. Well, Brittany's, I think, and Brittany, correct me if I'm wrong. I think what you're saying is, is that they're trying to make people, and I could be wrong in reading into it, but they're trying to make people feel uncomfortable enough that because they want to be included and want to go places, then they're going to go get their exactly. vaccine. Is that exactly. what you're saying? So, okay. So that's what, oh, okay, I see what you mean. Well, I feel like if that's what they're doing, then, you know, that's messed up. But like I know for me and my decision for myself to get the vaccine was solely on my health, on me being um, an essential worker and for my kids um, and, you know, for the people that I that I loved who are older, who I want to be around. Um you know, being like COVID-19 was when we first went into quarantine was very hard for me. Um, one, to not see my grandmother, who is 90 years old. So, like, I was like, no doubt I'm going to get it because, like, I want to be around her. I want to see her. So this is what I have to do to protect myself as well as protect her, as well as my family and the rest of my family and you know my kids then that's what I'm gonna have to do so and if it's like to go I want to travel there's a whole bunch of people places on my docket that I'm about to travel to and if I had to do it for travel I'm like yeah because I want to I want to go I want to see the world but you don't have to that's so, that's what I mean I about shaming people into doing it so you have this and I've seen this on my timeline recently that people have this idea that if they want to travel then they got to do it and that's just not it people have this idea if they want to participate in social society at all then this is what they got to do and that's not that's not true oh no that's not that's not, no, it's not true. But for me, 
And what I wanted to do, I'd rather be safe than sorry. So that's what made my decision. I'd rather be safe than sorry. And for people, I didn't. I read those articles. Go uh, ahead, Brittany. No, I was going to say when I was when I read the article, I just thought about capitalism and just these venues in these places are at this point, they're not requiring that you have to have it. But I think it's a way of making people feel safer to come out and spend the money to go to concerts, to go travel, to go to these restaurants, all this stuff. I just was thinking it was a way to make people feel safe enough to come back outside. That's how I saw it. Um, but I can see your point about people feeling uncomfortable and people feeling like, well, damn, if I want to go to Madison Square Garden and see Jay-Z or somebody, then I have to have this or I have to do this, this stuff. I don't know. I just see... I mean, the workaround is just getting tested. And even then with the workaround of just getting tested and the reason why I say I don't trust it is because people hack stuff and change shit all the time. Girl, they got fake vaccination records and everything. Exactly. And I think you can even buy one of those vaccine cards from somebody. Somebody posted it. um, So for y'all know that uh, Krispy Kreme was giving out, well, they still giving out free donuts if you um, have your vaccination thing. And somebody posted an empty empty vaccination card and was like, "Um, I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm just telling you that, that it's right here. So first of all, there's always going to be scammers. You can't beat that. If you Always. somewhere coming okay. up with a plan, they somewhere coming up with one too. Like, you just can't beat that. So crazy. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, but I get what you're saying, KK. Like, it's, it could, it's a way to make people feel comfortable. But my thing is, if I, if this is, I don't know, Joe John's venue and, Somebody coming to you coming to see right, and we got this app to determine um, who's who's safe and who's quote unquote not. It doesn't mean that you're not safe if you haven't. It just means that we don't know. We can't verify, right? Um, then I'm not right. gonna let you in because all these quote unquote safe people had their vaccination, had their negative test, and you don't. So we don't know. So you can't come. And so, like I said, it's not going to be force mandatory. It's just people are going to start to feel guilty that they can't participate. So they're just going to go along with it. But, you know, white people, they love to push back. So when this happened, I'm looking way looking forward to them making videos about how they was denied entry into something because blah, blah, blah. You know, they're going to you know, they're going to tell it because white people I did not get <laughs> right. into Jamba juice because I did not have my right. vaccine. And I'm really interested to see how many, because since New York is all ready to go starting April 2nd, which is in a couple of days, um, I'm really interested to see how many people, restaurants and venues and stuff going to be using it. And people are so desperate to get some kind of quote unquote normalcy, as they say, in their life, they're willing to do it. And I, like I said, if you want to get it, that's on you. If you don't, you don't. But now it's like, and it's also a way to to find out who got it and who don't. 
That's why I'm like, this is a HIPAA issue because not only mm-hmm. did it say COVID, it said other vaccinations. So I'm like, how how is this not something that HIPAA would be all over? It's weird. It's all weird. Mm-hmm. That's why I was just like, I don't trust it. I don't, y'all don't trust the, that part of well, it. I mean, I don't trust this process of keeping people's information safe. I, I don't trust that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. I don't, this is like, I just, it's just too many. I mean, in theory, I guess it sounds good. If you were trying to get people to come back out and spend the money, which I think is the main motivator behind it, um, then. Okay, you can this is do this and we can share and no, you don't worry about bringing your card or bringing your paper. You just keep it home and just make sure that you have your phone. But like people had I just probably mm-mm. don't have to um waive your HIPAA rights or some shit like that. Cause I'm thinking if, if it's an app, that means in order for them to find out, you gotta have the app too. And I'm pretty sure that's gotta be like some clause mm-hmm. in the app where you gotta hit permission for others to see it. Which is a whole nother issue, like what we're talking about. That's a whole nother violation. And so basically, you're giving up your rights to get access to somewhere. Mm. Mm. <laughs> we both on that one, huh, KK? Mm. Yeah, but I mean, because I can see, I see all sides of it. I can see, I see all sides of it. And, I, and it's, I mean, they can try. Oh, they gonna try. But you right, right, right. Some some white person, some white lady, in her forties, and her um her mixed race kids is gonna be causing a commotion in Starbucks because they won't give her. I'm just talking okay. about her mixed race kids. I'm done with you. Please stop playing with me. Did you... So I mean, <laughs> did y'all see that lady with her I'm mixed sorry. race I'm kids? Which she in Starbucks? I do see that lady. I don't know. I think she might have. I don't know. I just made that part of I don't know if she was in Starbucks, but she definitely was in some place calling people nigga bitches or yes. something. With her black right. ass husband. She just had a bad Lord. day. I don't know if he American black. I couldn't. when oh, I was If he was African, from, somewhere from somebody somewhere else. I, can, I can't be racist. My kids are mixed. I'm married to a black man. Bitch, nigga is racist. Nick, I mean, I had to make this point the other day in my um, my family group chat. Just because a white woman likes having sex with black men does not mean that she is not racist. It just means she likes right. black penis. Right. right out of my mouth. I was about to say, loving black genitalia does not mean you love black people. You better calm down. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> is that all you guys have I'm for us? off on a tangent there, my bad. Huh? Ah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. All right, so we're moving on to our decision. Y'all be sure to um, be sure to what? I was just gonna be silly. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna be be sure that you um key in your information for your vaccine and your negative COVID test so that you're ready to use the Excelsior pass like April second <laughs> or not. If you in New York, New Yorkers, let us know what's going on. I'm going to be watching now. I know that y'all going to show y'all ass April 2nd. I'm going to be looking. Um, you know they are. So, <laughs> right. so moving on to our discussion, um, it is Lil Nas X and his 
quote unquote, I don't know what kind of video it was. Some people are calling it satanic, satanic. Some people are saying that he is now the Illuminati and he's letting us know. Point blank period. The Christians are in a frenzy, honey. The Christians didn't like him sliding down that damn pole to from heaven to hell with triple from heaven to hell <laughs> having sex with mm-hmm. the devil, honey. <laughs> and then at the end, he ended up killing the devil. I don't. And on top of that, he has released it. Uh, some Nikes released it. He has released some Nikes um, that apparently have human blood in them, quote unquote. Um, no, did it say human blood or now? If you blood? think Nike got to let some shit like that, no. So Nike came out and said this ain't got shit to do with us. Um, so they said what happened is, <laughs> is that they purchased six hundred and sixty six Nike Air Maxes and they did a design on them. Nike was like, we did, we was not in the, we was not in the boardroom with this. Okay, he just purchased the Nikes. We took the money. We didn't have no clue what the fuck was going. <laughs> but Nike made it real clear that that is not on us because <laughs> people were confused like how it had a Nike check but Nike was saying they ain't got nothing to do with us so Nike basically broke it down like they purchased the shoes we gave them the shoes they did whatever they wanted to do with the shoes so right y'all buying the shoes hell no I'm not buying so them what because... y'all the video can I be honest? Mm-hmm. I've only seen two clips. I saw the one where he was sliding on that damn pole. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that part. And I just saw the part where he was on his knees in front of the devil. That's the only thing parts I saw. And I was just like, Listen, I can't when he slid down, When he slid down that pose. Jesus. Like he was sliding for a long time. I didn't realize he was sliding for <laughs> So do y'all I think know, I don't know when from what you saw, do you think that it was satanic? Mm-hmm. You know, y'all, you know, you Christians and stuff. Did you get a satanic vibe? Um, he did he did come out and say that he has the attention of the children. Do you think that is a problem seeing that what his quote unquote messaging is like now? Or do you think, um, and I don't know if y'all did y'all read the letter that he wrote to himself um about this whole thing, basically Mm-mm. saying that uh when he was a kid, he promised himself that he would never come out um the closet because it was the wrong thing to do and blah 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 so basically this was his coming out party um basically, yeah party. basically saying that but i thought he being came out huh yeah but this was his I him celebrating it him. um people saying that he was going to hell so basically he said he made a video about it since they said i'm going to hell anyway I think I saw something earlier about that and it made me look like, um, dang, where's that that tweet? Something told me to screenshot it because I saw it on the, um, the agenda for tonight, but basically it was a tweet from little Nas X and he was basically saying that, um, y'all need to be more bad about how, Growing up, y'all made gay people or gay children hate themselves. Dang, what did he say? Damn it. 
I'm gonna keep looking for it. But um, he basically turned it back on the church and was basically just like, y'all need to feel bad for me making these these children and these gay people hate themselves because of the standards that y'all placed or something he was saying. I'm gonna find a tweet so I can read it. Yeah, they were saying um, that he was defending. I don't himself. know. Christians always put their panties in a wag. Christians are aggies. He said what? I said Christians are aggy as hell. As hell. That's why I just I couldn't participate in it no more. Y'all worsen everything. If if ain't nobody holding a darn Bible with wings, y'all got a problem with every damn thing. Why is you even looking at Lil Nas X? Everybody know what was going. On. Listen, when I seen. I don't know. I feel like he's being really extra and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he says, I know he says something about it's not up to me to raise your kids. You need to raise your own kids. And he has a point. I think the time for putting all this responsibility and onus on these celebrities to be the model example for your children is, is tired. Because I don't think that responsibility should be on them. I shouldn't be looking to Little Nas X to be a good role model or role model. for my child. I mean, right. if he is, great. And, but that's know, not his responsibility. I feel like, to me, so it's crazy because... They're even people are even in a debate now if Lil Nas X is really gay or he just doing this as a show. And to me, what's crazy for me is what I see with Lil Nas X is everything has to be blown up and and be big because who's checking for Lil Nas X? That's just how I see it. When when Lil Nas X does something on a smaller scale, you never hear about it because who's looking for his music? But every time he does something, it has to be over the top to make sure that it trends, to make sure that the numbers go up. And it's a, it's other celebrities like that. Cardi B, Meg Thee Stallion. Meg on her last album said she'll stop twerking when people stop talking about it. So she's straight up letting you know, I do this because this is what people love. This is what they love to see. This is what draws my numbers. This is what makes everybody pay attention. So when y'all stop caring about my ass shaking, I'll stop shaking my ass. So she came right out and said it. And just like Cardi B, whenever she do something, it has to be a big production, a a big deal. She has to trend on Twitter. She got to go back and forth with Candace Owens or go back and forth with somebody. She got, she, because if these people don't, you remember um, the Kardashians, you remember everything the Kardashians do. Everything had to be big. The paparazzi had to be there. And it was, they literally was telling you that if, the camera is not there seeing what we do. Nobody is talking about this. And it was uh, Chris, who who was her second husband? Chris, whatever his name was, who told her that. That was like, honey, in such and such years, people ain't, ain't even going to be thinking about you. And that's the last time we seen him on a show. She got rid of his ass. So people, like I see that, that some people, they don't do things on a small scale. They always do things to draw the masses because they know that as soon as I do something normal, nobody's talking about me. My numbers go down. I stop getting paid. And Lil Nas X came in a game like that. 
he came in the game with this little song that nobody cared about until the country music uh, awards shunned him away. And then Billy Cyrus jumped on it and it became a big news. It became a big song. And now everything he do has to be on a big scale. And that's just the way I see him. So whenever something yeah, comes out a, about him, I'm, I'm just not yeah, even surprised anymore. Yeah, because that was to me, that's like too extra. She was, he, this is too extra. I'll watch it to see if I feel like it's satanic, but I also feel like it's his entertainment. That's what I'm um, saying. It's just a show to me. It's I just like, so, yeah, I feel like it's just showing, but he's, I don't know. He's just doing too much. He don't even walk down the like you like what you were saying. He always he has to be like super extra, and I guess that's to get attention. It is. That's how I look at him. It's just like a little boy crying out for attention every time he does something. That's why I just keep scrolling because I'm just like, what do he want us to pay attention to now? And I never really sat and thought about like. I wonder if he really gay. Like, I never sat and thought about that. That's something that somebody else brought up. Brought up. Like, I don't even really think the nigga gay. No, I was thinking it. I was thinking the same thing. Like, is he just doing it for show? Like, he started painting his nails. Then he started doing his, changing his hair. And I don't know. Hmm, maybe. I think we should let little Nas X do what little Nas X is going to do. And that's exactly what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna keep ain't by, by him because I mean, keep right on. Scrolling. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Like, like I, that's how I just feel. Like, just let him make his money, let him have his fun, whether he really into it or he not. You know. But you know, it, uh, I'm happy mm-hmm. for the people who felt that that video spoke to them and it gave them freedom, and it finally passed the message that they've been trying to say. Um, about how they gonna just live their life and all that stuff. Like, I'm glad that it's a video that gave you that. I have no problem with that, but don't put all your hopes in Lil Nas X because he, to me, he just does everything <laughs> for the news cycle. Cause it's like literally when he releases stuff, he sit on Twitter and tweet about everything that people have said about it. So it's like he's all into it. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't even like he's shunning from it. He knows the kind of buzz it's going to bring. And then he sits and he tweets about it all day. Mm -hmm. He was right. And he literally said that. Like, oh, I know this was going to bring back, um, bring backlash. Like he loves that attention. So that's just my thought on it. I don't think it really had nothing to do with satanism or anything like that is just how ha, how to get them talking about me today and that's what he did mm-hmm. mm, mm, mm. Well, well i kept it short for y'all today you kept it short for coco b oh nah she didn't keep it short for me I can talk for another hour. I could if we had stuff to talk about. And plus, it was, was a short ready. news week, too. Ain't nothing really happened there. Yeah, it was. Our docket was short. Yeah. I, I gave us. I'm wide awake. My kids awake. Oh, they must be doing something. At 10 o'clock. They ain't Even watching Caleb TV. in the bed. Well, you know, we just got back. We just got back. 
And I had to hop on, so I ain't have time to mother. Got it. So with, I got on um, everybody's night. self-care. My self-care tip this week is mind your own damn business and drink your water. That's strong right there. It is. Drink your water and mind your damn business. Um... Um, I don't know what mine is because, you know, as you guys know, I don't really practice self-care because what is that? Um, but I will say that advocate for yourself. That's my self-care tip. Advocate for yourself. Advocate yourself with your doctors, um, at your job. Um, with your manager, whatever, advocate for yourself because won't nobody else advocate for your ass. I don't know. Mine is, I don't know. We go back into the office this tomorrow, 100%. Are you excited? Not at all. Not at all. I just don't see what I'm going to do. Um, don't have the many appointments to be in the office full time. I mean, even though, you know, the world is getting back to going, you know, everybody else ain't getting back to going. I serve older adults. They still in the house. They not coming to see us. They don't be wanting to pick up Mm -hmm. the phone for us. So, you know, I feel like we could have, we could have used more time, but we're going back. So send me podcasts, videos, all that stuff, because I'm going to need to get through eight hours of nothingness. Um, yeah, I saved married to medicine for tomorrow when I'm in office. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna be a uh, phone fully charged, headphones on, trying my best to get to five o'clock. Y'all gonna be in the office full time all day, Monday through Friday. Yep, uh. that's right. Unless something changes, I don't know what could change right now, but um, everybody's vaccinated. So, you know, everybody's already, I was there Thursday and um, everybody's already congregating in each other's office and being beside each other. And uh, one of our, our communications director had a meeting in her office with somebody and they were in the office shut up together. They were both fully vaccinated. So, you know, they're just like, we're ready. We miss each other. And, and my director's all like, Oh, I miss walking past everybody's office and seeing everybody. And I'm so ready for everybody. to be here." And <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I would tell her to shut up. So I told them, um, Everybody was saying how like they like talking to each other. And I dead ass told them, I said, if nobody talks to me, I would be absolutely fine. I live by myself. I don't need you to talk to me. If you do need something, you're welcome to knock on the door um, and I will get it for you. But if you don't talk to me, I'll be I'll be absolutely fine. Jesus. (laughs) KK, that's advocating for myself at work. Child, let me tell y'all something. I wouldn't even know how to act if I had to go back in the office for real. I'd be Listen, like, it's hard that first week. 
You see that um, a real that girl driving around trying to find her office, and it's like like no, I am a manager, and she's like, I can't find. I saw that it was so funny because she forgot. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that is funny. Like well, guys, that's all we have for this, huh? That's all we have for this week, guys. KK, do you want to give the people the news? Yes. So we are going on hiatus. A whole hiatus. A whole hiatus. So Not just one of us. We are all of us. We're all going on hiatus. We are coming back. Um, but we try this new format of talking every week to you guys. Um, it hasn't been hard to do. And, but we've done our little seven episodes. We're going to take a little break and we'll be back in about a month. So let's see. So today is our last episode and then we will be returning. May. In May, looks like what May first? No, May second. Yeah. Well, I feel like the twenty eighth is on a a Friday, and we don't record. Hold on, I saw that. I said we'll still be active on y'all socials though. We gonna plague y'all. Yeah, we will be active. We just, you know, with everybody getting back and all the things. And remember, y'all, y'all can. Yes. Also, don't forget to hit us up. You know, you got questions, you got topics that you want us to talk about. Please let us know. We would truly appreciate it. We will. So thank you guys yeah, so much. Oh, also, really, um, really good happen. Like go oh yeah, <laughs> it's not really really good happen. And I feel like we gonna we'll come back to report on it to give our POVs about it. But other than that, we on hiatus. <laughs> Oh, also, if you guys um, are interested, I've started another podcast with my good buddy JB from the Rude Urban Truth podcast, and it's called Almost Blurreds. Our second episode will be live tomorrow at seven. So our new episode will be live at seven, and then Black Girl POV will be live at eight. And feel free to go back and listen to our other shows. We aren't going anywhere. Just taking a little break and we'll be back. All right. So thanks, guys. See y'all later. Bye. Later.